It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on a Wednesday. Jerry now with you post-show podcast, post-game, whatever it's called. It's the uh, Boom, Boomer and Carton post-game podcast. Right, and probably the taped guy probably just said that, so we sound like uh, oh, right. we're repeating ourselves. Whatever. What's going on? Oh, hi, Jerry. I see you're doing a an appearance at uh, for Rutgers uh, basketball. Uh yeah, it's a little more than appearance. We're doing a uh, a show, a oh, radio a style show. show tonight on Our Vision. So I had a a question. What is Our Vision? Is that on my cable network or where do no, I find? No, it's that? like their online programming. They oh, do on the internet, for Rutgers. Oh, nice. And, and Pat uh, Hobbs, the athletic director, is going to. He's there. He's the he's the feature. This we is a video. You guys, uh, there's, there's video on this or Let's audio only. That. I, I honestly, oh, right, not no sure. Idea. They well, you're asked gonna... me if I would host it. I said I'd be happy to do and it. And you're going to dress well, whether you're on camera or not on camera. I hadn't thought of that. I thought the way I'm dressed now. Is oh, I, was gonna I go. would uh, go uh, with something a little more classy. All right, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll put a shirt on. Maybe a Rutgers jacket. Shirt. Maybe I'll go with a Rutgers jacket. But I was excited to see you're going to be appearing at a place that has confused me for many years. And when Googling it, yes. I'm still confused. Okay. I don't know if you're going to be able to help me or not. All right. You're doing an appearance at a place called, and I've seen these on the, on roads. I've seen them. Right. Quaker Steak and Lube. Right. So I know Quaker State is the motor oil company. Right. I know steak is food. Lube is not food. Uh, but could... when I Googled it, it appears to just be a food place. Yes. And I even went to their company website, and I'm still confused. It's, well, because it's a motor-themed restaurant. Okay, motor-themed, but, but calling it Lube. Right, the website's The Lube. I always thought when I passed them by, and this would be a good concept, I think, for a place, I always thought it was a place where you would get your oil changed while you're eating. Not a bad idea. But I don't think they change oil there. I don't think they do either. I think it's just a really cool restaurant with a lot of TVs, and uh, they're going to have me and Pat Hobbs there tonight. And chicken wings. I, I hope so. Which I'm one are you going to be at, so. Jerry? The one in Edison. Oh, there's one in Edison. On All right. one in Edison. Eddie should come on out. I would uh, I would. Uh, that'd be great you if know, you could stop by. I'd come by, but I'm in bed by that this time. This is what I don't get about Eddie Scazzeri. Yes. Explain this to me. All right. I, I, meant to, I actually meant to ask him, but because I mentioned Edison and you brought up this. By the way, are you going to come out? Uh, I will be sleeping, unfortunately. At seven thirty. Well, eight o'clock. Eight I will o'clock. Be. I know that. Well, and in fact, I'll be uh, recording an Al's boring podcast in my uh, condo dining room tonight, so I will not be able to make it out there. So I'll be at the Quaker Steak and Lube in Edison, and you'll be at the Duke's Lube. Yes, <laughs> in Basking Ridge. That's correct. With Lube my friend Paul <laughs> doing our podcast. Um, Interesting with Eddie. Eddie goes to bed at four o'clock in the afternoon when he gets home, right? Evidently, yes. So, and he gets up at midnight. And I'm not. Yes. I am not exact. I am exaggerating. He goes he to bed, bed by five thirty. Five thirty. He goes to sleep. Right, that's a late He's night during sleep. The week. Yes. And he get. And the reason for that is his alarm, honestly and legitimately, goes off between twelve forty-five and one. I think it's twelve forty-five. Okay. Do you know 
Eddie Scazzeri stayed up last night to watch the UConn women's basketball game? On the CBS Sports Network. Right. Why? How come? I don't know. He loves college football more than anything. I share an office with him. He is oftentimes listening to college football podcasts. Yep. He's on all these college football websites. He did not stay up for the championship no. game. But he stayed up for UConn women's basketball. Now, in fairness, because I heard him talking about it, he said he only stayed up for about 10 or 15 minutes because you could tell it wasn't going to be much of a game, which, by the way, was my point this morning. Uh, good for UConn, the women, what they're doing, but there's no intrigue when they're winning games by 60 points. Anyway, right. um, yeah, he stayed up. That game started, what, 7 o'clock? Yes, it did. So he stayed up at least an hour and 15 minutes past his bed lo- bedtime. For what? What a weird dude. He is very strange. In a strange. good way, but weird. Very strange. So there well, you hopefully go. Hopefully he comes out to the Quaker Steak and Lube tonight to see you. Yes, please. Come on out. Enjoy the show. Oh, also on that quickly, because I wrote myself myself a note yeah. about, uh, I'm fascinated by this Quaker Steak and Lube, because yes. I'm so confused. It says, home of the cook your own steak place. Okay. Meaning I go in the back and cook my steak. I, I don't know how. Can you find out all these things and... Al, I will Give me f- answers tomorrow. Here's all I need to know. One, can I get a, a lube job slash oil changed while I eat? No, no, no. Okay, no, no, just double check. And two, do I actually cook my own steak? That's uh, all, two questions. Out. I will find out. I'm telling you right now, I know the answer. You're not getting your oil changed there. All right. I don't I don't believe, because if you go online. That's very misleading. Nowhere does it say anything about getting your oil changed. Other than it's called a lube place. And, and Quaker Steak. Right. Instead of Quaker State. And they use the same logo green. as Quaker State. Smart. Very, very smart confusing. marketing. Very confused, Jerry. So I will, I will effort that, that for you, and I will find out about the steak thing. No All problem. right. Perfect. Let's keep it with food here then. Uh, Panda Express, you're aware of them? Yes. Uh, the Chinese food they make. And I know, I, I, it's funny you bring them up. I hadn't mm. heard of them in a long time. My, my son has this app on his phone, a game. It's really cool about lo- knowing logos. Have you yes, seen this? Yes, I have seen that. Panda Express came up, and I knew it was Panda something, and I couldn't. And we finally figured it out, because I guess when you don't know, they start to give you letters. Yes. We figured it out. but So, yeah, go ahead, Panda Express. Panda Express. Well, and you're also familiar with the 90s, or I'm sorry, the early 2000s band, The Killers. Uh, yes. You know some of their songs. I think I probably know their one big song. Uh, yes. They had a number. I bet you would know more than Maybe you Maybe more than one. Well, The Killers... Uh, got went to Panda Express and they one of the guys from the Killers and he got a, a fortune cookie and when he opened it up I saw this the fortune cookie was a lyric from a Killers now why song. is that a problem well the fortune cookie said smile like you mean it okay which is one of their songs and I guess right. this guy feels like he created that phrase stop it so he took a photo of it and tweeted it tweeted it out and tagged the Panda Express and said he wants orange chicken for life. For them stealing his song. They didn't steal his song. When you Here's how they would be stealing their, song, right, his, their song. If you crack the fortune cookie open and it starts playing the song. That'd be awesome. Musical fortune cookies. Like they have the greeting cards now. When you open the card, it right. plays a song. Smile like you mean it. Drop dead. Come on. You're just saying not that's not their anything. phrase. I always wonder about that too. Because I there are certain, I've always told you this. There are certain lines in song. Not everyone. But there are certain lines in songs that I love. Whether they're inspirational, whether they're motivating, whether they just make you think about something, and I always wonder, can you do anything with those lines? Like for like, what, can like, you sell a T-shirt with them on it? No. Why not? 
Because you didn't write that. Write what? The line. The inspirational line. But who's to say they're the only person that ever said it? Don't you have to trademark the line? Well, you copyright a song. Right. So all those words in the song, well, so I can never them. put I can't make a bumper sticker that says of because it's in every song. No, Jerry. You know that's not true. Just a if it's a unique phrase, I right. think you would be Right. Like that I forget. So who, I think so smile like you mean it. That's a unique phrase. No, I think No, it's not. I if I was a lawyer, I would defend the smile killers. Smile like you mean it. What's next? Smile cuz you're happy? No, that does not sound like a phrase. There's like what's the one I can't think of the, who the band is. What's the line? I love this. This is one of my favorite ones that I think we should all start responding to mean people on Twitter. Only the guys, though, not the girls. Shave your face with some mace in the dark. <laughs> I don't know that song. Is what that is that? The butthole surfers could be. I was never a big fan of theirs. I think that's butthole surfers. Shave some. Shave your face with some mace in the dark. Hmm. That's perfect. So next time some jackass says something silly to you on Twitter, I think you should just respond that way and put it in quotes so that when they say, isn't that kind of mean, you can say, no, I was just quoting a song. No, it's a, a complimentary song lyric. That's it. Hmm. I'm, I'm looking no, forward to this line. Beck? Maybe it's Beck. I'm looking forward to this, to this line of T-shirts you're doing with famous phrases from songs. I would love to do that. that. I think it's a great idea. Battle in a copyright. <clears throat> Maybe we get sued again. Hmm. Hmm. What else do I have here, Jerry? I have no. You got a stack of papers. I, I do. Don't I, know. Uh, oh, uh, this was a uh, uh, sparked quite a uh, uh, yeah Twitter debate yesterday. I didn't. I didn't mean to. And I thought you have experience working in gas stations and uh, yes, with automobiles. Yes. So I had simply tweeted out that uh, the remote car starter is a must-have in the winter. That's okay. all I wrote, Jerry. I don't have one. Could not have been simpler. Right. Well, I got slaughtered by car dudes telling me that heating up your car is the wrong thing to do and that your car and they I was they were sending me oh man I'm coughing like a lunatic what are you Craig Hall, look at you Craig had uh, what do you have uh, laryngitis this morning I don't you know, know what he had you got crap something in your uh, people telling me that warming up your car is bad for your engine and transmission oh, stop and they were sending me articles about what it does to the oil and the lubricants and all this stuff. I agree. If you run your car for 30 minutes every morning, it's not good for the car. Turning on the car a couple of times a month because it's really cold outside for seven minutes to warm up the engine is not going to damage your car all that much. And I was sent an article that said the best way to warm up your engine is to start driving your car. Well, yeah. Now... You and I carpooled for a little while yes. together, and I was very surprised. You were, no matter what the temperature was, zero degrees, five below, you were a startup, and before the engine even turned Go. over, you put in the, the car in drive. Yeah. It's, that does no damage to a car. That would freak me out. I would Why? feel like it. I would feel like... The oil and lubricants aren't ready to go yet. No, think about what's happening. I mean, you're you're firing on all cylinders, and stuff is. Soon as that engine kicks on, you're going. Is that so right? no, I don't. There's no reason for that. But I, I to me, it's for comfort. Yes. On a really cold morning, there's nothing wrong with starting your car for five or six minutes. I would not do it every day. I do agree with that. But again, you do it in extreme circumstances. Trust me. The way our cars take a beating, that is not what's going to kill them. Yeah. The, the, the one thing I don't like in the winter when it's very cold 
uh, and uh, we're parked in here in New York City, sure. when we go to leave work, I do like to warm my car up a little bit. If someone wants my spot immediately. Oh, yeah, you can't sit there. And I feel like telling them, listen, it's seven degrees outside. I'm warming this puppy up a little bit before I go. For your comfort or for the car? I feel like both. Well, your comfort means nothing. You're still sitting there regardless. Right. No, for the car then, I guess. And think of it this way. The more you give it gas, the more the engine's working, the faster it heats up. Right. So in that case, you're sitting there freezing probably longer than you need to. And why is it our cars can't heat? The car without the car being warm first, because it comes from the engine. Why? Why don't I they don't know. change it up? I, I don't know. I'm Have not it a come scientist. from? Uh, I don't know. You're I'm not. Sure, a by the way, I'm sure Eddie could actually give you an answer. Oh, the combustible I, engine. Right. He might bore you, but he'll give you the answer. <laughs> hmm. Like I would think that could be an option on a car heater that doesn't need to heat up first. That's an okay. option. Can not every get an car gets it. Heater into the cigarette lighter. Well, that sounds dangerous. Well, of course, like a it's fire. dangerous. That's why you don't have it. Oh. So no good. I think hmm. I want to get a new car. What are we looking at? I'm at two years. Two years I've on this enough. car. I've had enough. You had a streak going where you were getting a, uh, you were changing out cars. To say you got a new car every couple months was incorrect. You got another used car. Yes, I only bought out of the seven I had or six I had. Only one was new, brand new. Right. I was a Chevy Cruze, which was awesome. Yes, I liked that car a lot. Um, that was, and that really actually wasn't brand new. That was kind of, that's a long story. Are but you going for there's only a thousand miles on it when I got it? Are you going for more fuel efficiency? Here's the, uh, here's the problem I have. My wife, had, my wife's got the big SUV, so that's all good. So in bad weather, we can get around. We're fine. The problem I have is I'm getting with the Prius upwards of 50 miles per gallon. So when I look at, say, a Chevy Colorado, because I want to go back to a truck, I, with all this, I, th- this is what happens in the springtime. Baseball starting, I picked up all the gear, I got the kids' gear, and I've got no room for it. I coach three teams. It's a mess. This is where I get the itch now to have the truck again. The problem is I look at the fuel efficiency. It's by the, it Terrible. Is glorious putting only, like, $13 in your car and having gas for the week as opposed to putting, you know, $100 a weekend. Right. So that's where I kind of run into a little bit of an issue. I agree, because I, I thought of this, too, when I bought my car a few years ago. The bad, if you're doing it for weather-related driving, we really only have, like, two or three months of bad weather. But when it's bad, it's a problem. Right. But then those other nine months, you want the better fuel efficiency. Agreed. Which is why my wife is telling me just to go get the truck and have both. I don't want two cars, though. But she's like, it's really practical because then you'd never have to unload the bed with all the sports stuff. You could lock it up. You don't have to worry about it being in the city. And if there is snow, you got the four-wheel drive. So, but I don't want two cars. We should get a uh, car sponsor to give us a car. Be Just cool. give you a car? Well, here on the podcast, then we'll say cool things about it. Well, I want the Chevy Colorado. Anybody listening? <laughs> I'll tell you what I want, Jerry. What's that? Fresh food. And I, like I want it. it delivered to my home. And I don't want it to be the same meals over and over again. You know, right now, Jerry, I eat chicken and sweet potatoes every damn day. Oh, I know. And why is that? Because you're boring. Because I can't think of anything else to make, nor do I know how to make anything. Until my friends at Blue Apron showed up, Jerry. Really? How has this changed your life? Well, this has changed my life because they're sending me the fresh ingredients and they're telling me how to cook it. And I'm making really cool meals. How about this, Jerry? 
It costs less than $10 per person per meal, and Blue Apron will deliver seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make my home-cooked meals. That means I don't have to measure anything out. But is there any variety, or is it like the same thing? No, no. A lot of variety, Jerry. In fact, recipes are not repeated within a year. Wow. I'm repeating them currently every day. This is awesome because this is the anti-boring. You'll never get bored with this. That's true, Jerry. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options, so you can choose what fits your needs, Jerry. And there's no weekly commitment. You only get deliveries from Blue Apron when you want them. The only thing, though, Al, seems like I'm the, I can't cook. Jerry, this is easy. Each meal comes with a step-by-step. You know what that means? Well, I take step, it step by one, step. yes, do yeah. this. Step two, do this. Hmm. They have recipe cards. They're pre-portioned ingredients. In under 40 minutes, you'll have a very cool home-cooked meal. How do, how do I get this? How do you how do get, I get it, this? Jerry? Easy. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free. Three meals free. With wow. free shipping. Cool. This is all you got to do. Go to blueapron.com. Slash Al. I'm sorry, what's the promo code? Al. Al. My name, yes. The promo code is Al? That's correct, Jerry. On our podcast, the promo code's Al. Yes. So it's blueapron.com slash Al. Right. Huh. Mm-hmm. Al. You'll love how good it feels, Jerry, and tastes. You said Al. You'll create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Ow. I heard. You don't have to rub it in. Oh. Ow. Yeah. Maybe one day you'll get a promo code, Jerry. <laughs> but right now, just I do. Here's an interesting thing. Here's uh, interesting. I don't know if you're a... Uh, I'll uh, give you an interesting thing. All right. Read it yourself tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Check this out, Jerry. Yeah. I have in my hand here a list of various furniture stores. Okay. All right? And... The average age of their customers. So really what I'm going to show you is where in your life you should be shopping based on your age. Okay. When it comes to furniture. Got Let me it. give you an example to get you started. All right. Ikea. The average age of somebody who shops at Ikea is 24 years old. Okay. And why is that? No idea. It's inexpensive? It's inexpensive. Okay. It's uh, fitting for either dorm rooms at college or your first apartment when you get out. All of, right. uh, and you're moving out. You want to. You're moving out of your parents' house, and you have to uh, p- get furniture for a whole apartment. You're going to go cheap. Okay. So that's why the average age for IKEA is 24. Got it. Someone of your age, Jerry, should not be shopping at IKEA. Right. I don't think I've ever gone to IKEA. How old are you right now? I'm going to see where you are on this list. I am 42. Okay, 42. So the average age of Raymore and Flanagan is 41 years old. That's what my wife likes. She does. She does like Raymore and Flanagan. Yes. And she's the same. I know women don't We're give the out their age, age yeah, but you're yeah. the same age. Yes. I can tell you that in a few years, Jerry, you'll be shopping at Restoration Hardware. What the? I don't even know what that is. Oh, that's a very bougie store. Okay. Uh, their average age is 44. Now, at 45 years old, you might be going to Pier 1 Imports. Have you been there? Yes. I, I don't mind the Pier 1 Imports. Uh, then it gets a little as you get older. It's like, I'm 47. Mm-hmm. You'll be 48 this year, huh? Possibly. You're half a 96. This says I should be shopping at Rooms to Go. Isn't that for kids? I don't know. 
Hmm. I know Raymore and Flanagan. Ashley Furniture has a I've very, heard of Ashley Furniture. Very yes. high, their average age customer is 54 years old. Now, see, I don't get that. Old I've been in there. It's a there. good store. Oh. Interesting. Bed Bath & Beyond, you like that store. Yeah, sure. Average person that shops there, 31 years old. I would have thought much older. Really? I would have, yes. Only Why, you think older people like those giant coupons? Yeah, I don't know. I just, when I go in there, I usually see like older, older gals. ladies. I would say, I would have said the average age for Bed Bath & Beyond, I would have said late 40s. Right. Not 31. You would be incorrect. 30 because what 31 one. goes, what 31-year-old, I guess, I don't know, whatever. 31-year-olds also shop at Crate & Barrel. I like Crate & Barrel. And 33-year-olds shop at the Container Store. Where is Bob's Discount Furniture? <laughs> Bob's Discount's not on here. By the way, love that store. Me too. I'm a big Bob's guy. That is a good store. Yeah. So it's not on there? It is not on there. You know I think why? these are all national brands. Because Bob's is appealing to people of all ages. Uh, yeah, although I think Bob throws his wife in. I think that's his wife in those commercials, right? Or his mistress. I don't know. Uh, well, if it's his mistress, he wouldn't be advertising her on television sitting on a couch next door. He'd be pulling in a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I like the um, Muppet Bob they have, or that cartoonish The cartoon clay, one? The like claymation a clay model, Bob. like yeah. Of them. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. And then I bring you this story from Toronto, Jerry. That's up north in Canada. I've heard, yes. Uh, the uh, According to the Toronto Sun, that's the new uh, Toronto Star, I'm sorry, a group of squirrels are stealing candy from, from a, a baby from a convenience oh. store. Okay. When this convenience store opens their door to accept deliveries, sneaky squirrels are running in there and stealing candy bars. That's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, the, and, they, and they know it's squirrels because they put a camera up. And they caught these squirrels. They're stealing upwards of 40 bars in a month. That's uh, ripping away at their profits. What do you think would be a squirrel's first choice? I know sometimes when you're doing a in and out trying to steal something, Hershey you, kiss. you got to grab what you can. Well, that's it. That's because nice. they can throw them in their mouth. The Hershey. You don't think they want any, something with nuts? I suppose. Like, uh, I, I think Hershey a squirrel... Bar with almonds? Yeah, I think a squirrel would go for, like, a uh, chunky bar for some reason. You, you think the squirrel's really into the advertising that they know that there's nuts in the chocolate oh, yeah, chunky bar? yeah, that's a good bar? question. I'm going How after would the they size. Know? I figure a Hershey Kiss is kind of like an acorn, right? That's true. Isn't but that, that what they... That tinfoil probably throw them off. Good. Yep, good. They Plus, would... you can't get an individually wrapped. They'd have to steal the bag, then get the bag open. I suppose. That's a good point. Now, a Kit Kat is very light, so I think a squirrel could run at a pretty good clip. What do you clip think it's doing? Throwing the, the Kit Kat over its head and running out on its hind legs? Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, but to drag a Kit Kat in your mouth? Good point. Funny. Where my original thought of the chunky bar, that's a heavy candy bar. And thick. And thick. And a thick candy bar. When I worked at Drug Fair, Jerry, growing up, uh, when I was in high school and county college, my county college year, yes. and I was working at the Drug Fair. Um, uh, for a snack, when I, when I would get to break time, we used to get two 15-minute breaks. Right. And we had a little break room where I would sit in there. I'd have my can of Coke and a Chunky Bar. Think of how far you've come. <laughs> it's true, though, isn't it? It's unbelievable. You don't. It's not even that long ago. And think about what we used to do. It's so fun. It I'm telling so you. filling. When I was at the gas station, in, uh, the Gulf Station, in either Seabright or Hazlitt in Jersey... I used to work Sundays a lot of times. Sundays we'd close early, but we'd be open till seven or eight. Every Sunday at five o'clock, I would call Domino's. I'd get a small or a medium pepperoni pie with a two-liter bottle of Coke. <laughs> Ate and drank all of it. 
all of it. I mean, and I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Sounds delicious. By the way, pretty awesome. Hmm. So I need a Chevy Colorado and a Domino's pizza. Can anybody help me out? I could see you stealing a Domino's like that square and just a squirrel and just running around with it in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be funny. How about Hmm. that? Jerry, what is up next? What is up next? The warm up from this morning, which again, we've got to extend this 30 minutes. Can you get Mark on that? This was a good one today because we weren't stuck on one dumb topic. We're really never stuck on one. Right. We had good multiple NFL topics. Agreed. So it was really good. We liked it. You will too. Stick around. That's now. All right, Sue. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Morning, Al. What's up, dude? Oh, hi, Jerry. Nice Wednesday morning. Getting a little bit warmer. All good. Going to be 51 degrees. Pouring rain, but we'll take it. Plus, it washes all that terrible salt off your car. It does, and it also will wash the snow away, which is not good for alternate side of the street parking. Oh. I like when that's suspended every day. That gets suspended sometimes. I think that's the most excited I see Eddie. Uh, an alternate side of the street parking is suspended. Anything parking-related, Eddie is in. Means he can sleep till at least one. Yes. Not bad. Hey, so the Knicks are a story. We'll not spend much time on this, but Derrick Rose was back yesterday uh, after missing that game Monday night, and he did meet the media. I just want to play a couple of clips for you because he gave very little detail. All he said was it was something to do with his mom. He just had to get home to see her. One reporter goes to him, so there are some that are saying that you're just you're a Chicago boy. You're homesick. And so he, he says, huh? Who said that? Uh, guys from Chicago, like media members from Chicago. That sounds about right, but um, <laughs> nah, nothing at all. It's all speculation. Nobody knows what I'm going through or how I approach things. And he gave us no reason to really have any idea what he's going through other than it's personal and it was something to do with his mother and he had to get home. Right. And then, well, that's the thing. Like, let's say you didn't show up here, Jerry. Sure. And you rolled in here the next day and said it was something going on with your family. We it now we can't say anything. Correct, because family always comes first. Correct. The right. Pro- the so, only thing I would say, Jeff Hornacek at one point, I'm not going to say defended him. He didn't, but he he made a comment about in the moment what he was going through. You kind of understood that his head wasn't right. The only thing I'll say, and again, we don't know what it was. But back in 1995, and I'm not defending Derrick Rose by any stretch, but in 1995, a good friend of mine died in a car crash. And I remember getting the call and then having a cop come to get me in my college class. And I remember just picking up and leaving and driving home in a complete fog. I don't remember driving home. I don't remember where I went. And it was just such a weird feeling that I had. Now, again, we don't know if he's making this stuff up or something serious happened back at home. So on one hand, I kind of get it, but then the cynical part of us says, well, he's probably making it up, and he might have been upset with Jeff Hornacek. The interesting thing about that is they ask him about that too, is do you just not like the coach and not like being here? And he couldn't have given you uh, the facial expression or a better answer to the contrary. It was he like he laughed at it. He goes, I've never had a problem with a coach, and this is not going to be my first time. And in terms of playing in New York, he couldn't have spoke more higher or highly about it how much he's enjoyed it, and how much he loves the Garden and the Knicks. So I don't know. This is a mess. We're going to deal with it going forward. He's fined a little bit of money, I guess. But I guess he's going to play tonight in Philadelphia. Yeah, they said if he's mentally prepared to play, he'll play tonight. Yeah, the whole thing is just bizarre on every level. And then the Knicks are bizarre because they're not playing well and – Everybody wants to get ejected so they don't have to be out there when they lose. Hmm. So with that, can we talk about football? Yes, Jerry, let's talk about football. 
I know you're not coming to uh, the Super Bowl with us uh, when we go out to Houston. Right. So you're going to miss out on a very big opportunity. What's that? Johnny Manziel, Jerry, is heading to Houston to sign uh, autographs and take selfies. Oh, so he's pulling a John Daly at the Masters, basically. Yeah, so for $99, you get an autograph. 50 bucks a <laughs> selfie. See, I'd go selfie. Half the price. Would you actually pay him I would not. to do that? I would not. But for poops and giggles, when you're there, you wouldn't kind of saunter over? Me, and... Well, for a selfie, yes, because I could put that on social media. <laughs> and act like I was but just... But you would, you would shell out the I 50 probably, bucks. I might. You probably could get reimbursed for it. Yeah, I could just put it in expensives as, and I would tag it as hilarious show bit. Could so, I just if we do that? Yes. Could you just tell me when you're going to hit send on the email so I could run in and see Mark's facial expression when he sees the description to the fifty dollar expense? Yeah. Well, I would get an Instagram run on it, Twitter, right. Facebook. You know what sure. I mean? I get a lot of stuff out All right, there. We'll keep track on you then. We want to with, keep tabs. See if you actually do this. Meanwhile, an autograph, ninety nine bucks. The guy doesn't play anything. That's what the, are we autographing? Like, what is the fascination with him? Well, if you're a huge college football fan, I guess, and you're from Texas. Okay, it's a few years ago now, and he's been a disaster since. But like, like the Tim Tebow thing, all right? Let's let's bring it to that level. He's got this crazy following. Again, amazing college player, right? And the whole religion thing, fine. Has he done anything to tarnish his reputation? No. Since? Okay, so I understand why people are still in his corner. Johnny Manziel has been a train wreck since he's left. So why are we still clamoring for him? America loves a bad boy, Jerry. Do you think there will be a line down the block? Do you really? Yes, because it's going to be in the state of Texas. Hmm. It's going to be tons of people who think he deserves another chance. And you get a nice photo with Johnny Manziel. How long would you wait for an autograph or, I'm sorry, a picture? I'm not a big line waiter. I don't like to wait in line. Ten minutes? Fifteen minutes, maybe, tops. You must, boy, when you have kids, you're going to be a joy at Disney World. Uh, Yeah, I I do not wait in lines, Jerry. (laughs) Also, I was seeing that this Jordy Nelson, who took that uh, hit, people thought it was his spleen at first, and then he broke some ribs. Right. That he wants to slap on a Kevlar vest like Dan Pastorini on the Oilers in the 70s, and he wants to play against the Cowboys. Well, I don't blame him for wanting to play. Again, this comes back to what Boomer always says, the organization saving the player from himself. If he really does have, A, a spleen injury, I imagine that's not the case at this point if that's what he's saying. But what we have heard on many different reports is that he's got a couple of broken ribs. Dude, that's no joke. I would love to be the guy covering him. I'd go right for I the know ribs. You, I know you would. Guy's got a hurt finger. You're going to slap down, hit the yeah. finger. Guy's got a bad ankle. You're going to kick the ankle. You're like Indomitian Sue. Oh, I would love for Jordy Nelson to come across the middle if I was on the Cowboys. I'd go right for the ribs, Jerry. Like a, What is wrong with you? Right to the ribs. I'd even take a late hit. <laughs> By the send way, send a message some of early. these guys probably would. They missed the tackle. He'll run 80 <laughs> yards for a touchdown. Because <laughs> these guys are stupid. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they say it's unlikely, though, that yeah. he's going to slap on a Kevlar vest. I can't imagine. I know these games are important. I can't imagine the team team letting him play and then how about this i saw that the that there's still tickets for the falcons game not a great fan base how's that possible it it's indoors it's not a great i guess fan one base. thing i saw that they were before the uh, packer giant game the day before there were still tickets available because they were like 150 dollars tickets and it was going to be negative 10 degrees or but whatever those, are it was. On, those StubHub or are those like legit tickets those were from, legit tickets really yeah 
Uh, and the Falcons, they have a couple thousand tickets. That's nice indoor. And could be their last game there. Take your coat off, relax. Yep, they have a new building coming. But the problem is, have you ever been to the Georgia Dome? Yes. We actually eh. went to a Monday night game. Did you? I actually, I thought it was a great uh, place if, if that's your home team. We saw a, we went for a Monday night game, Jets. It was actually one of the few games where Geno Smith played well. I remember played that well. game. Yes, he looked great. Uh, it was loud in there. Everyone's in the in the red and the black. I, it seemed like a great. I thought it was it's a just, good experience. I guess and maybe that night it was. It, it's just not a great fan base down there. It's. I mean, look at the Braves. You know, the Braves when they're an average team, the place is empty. Like they've got to be really good to pack in Turner Field or whatever building they're going to be in now next yeah, year. Yeah, but there's 162 games. This is a playoff game. No, no, the Falcons. I, you know I, what I'm I saying? I understand. Jerry? I'm just. I'm. I'm getting to the point that I, oh, the fan base point. in Atlanta is not great. It's not like it is here. It's just not. I remember I went to. I know it's the Cowboys. I went to a Cowboy game in Atlanta in ninety. I figure it was ninety five or ninety six. I don't remember. And I swear to you, there were more Cowboy fans than Falcon fans. I mean, that's, you know, it's one thing to kind of have a, a big fan base, like the Steelers fans travel well, but to take over a building, it's kind of, it's 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 not a great city. And then some dude down there has got a petition going. I saw this. He wants, uh, he wants the rapper Future to sing the uh, national anthem. Now she used, he used to date his wife, right? He dated Russell Wilson's now wife, Ciara. Right. And they have a, they have a love child together, Jerry. Now... I see the whole point of trolling him, but yeah. hasn't Russell Wilson won? Yes, he's won. Okay, so then what does it do? Well, and then they also want the guy who runs the music in the stadium to, to play, play future songs. Yeah, now that someone actually got to Dan Quinn about this, yes, and he said, "Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> That's not going to happen." We have a lot more to do on the football and uh, Boomer and Carton coming up in a few minutes right here on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton. Show. With Alan Jerry, it's the shortest show on WFAN. All right, Boomer and Carton coming up in just a couple of moments. If you're just waking up, it does look like Derrick Rose will play tonight for the Knicks in Philadelphia. It looks like it. We're not sure for sure. Uh, Nets did lose to the Hawks 117-97. to 97. Um, Wally Backman uh, oh, yeah. did get a managerial job. With of which? course, it's January 10th. Uh, and it's also not in the major league. Oh, it's not the major league. No, it's not the major league. Matter of fact, not even close to the major league. Yes, Where? It is. Nor is it Japan, oh. which would be the closest well, thing to the major leagues. League. It's not the major leagues. It's the well, Mexican in, in league. Mexico, oh, in Mexico. Yes. Now, so he doesn't speak uh, Spanish, uh, Wally, and he said that he, he speaks expletives. He says he doesn't think it's going to hamper his uh, managing because he speaks. Winning, Jerry. <laughs> and that is the universal language. I guess it is. He yes. wins ball games. <laughs> he speaks winning. And he blames uh, Sandy Alderson. Of course he does. For Are you surprised by him. this? Although I did also read in the Bob Clappish article yes. that uh, he's, he had a uh, tryout with MLB Network. How'd that go? It was blackballed from that. No, too? no, not yet. They're they're evaluating <laughs> I <was. that. laughs> I would I would like to see I, Wally Backman on television. Ah, uh, he'd probably Screaming. be very good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he knows the game, I wonder so why if, not? Uh, Al Leiter uh, said no to that hire. Perhaps he did. Did he blackball him? Yeah. Maybe Al blackballed him. Maybe Sandy Alderson called Al Leiter, and Al Leiter said, sorry, man. Although, if I'm the owner of that um, Mexican team, he's ready to bolt at the drop of, of the hat. The Brewers call. He's gone. No, he said, really, anybody calls, <laughs> he's <laughs> gone. He said, otherwise, he's out of sight, out of mind, and he doesn't want that. Sounds we ought, about we right. ought to call him and tell me you're on tour with our kids. 